welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast where we wonder, should old acquaintance be forgotten, never brought to mind? I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Grab your party blowers, some fireworks, and find someone to kiss. We're talking New Year's Eve. Here we are. We're at the end of another year. Yeah, fuck. They go by fast now, don't they? Yeah. 2021. Get out of here. I, you know, to be honest, I, I never had a preferred like a, like number of year, you know, like, but, but 2021 just seemed real smooth. I just, I liked the sound of it. 2022 seems clunky. It's a little bit uh, repetitive. Yeah. There's lots of twas in there. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, it's just, it felt good, but c'est la vie. There it goes. Uh, how are you doing, Ben? I am, uh, I'm actually doing pretty well. It's a nice, uh, you know, kind of the post holiday haze. Yeah. We just had Christmas is, uh, is hanging about and, uh, yeah, 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 things are pretty nice. You have a good Christmas. I had a wonderful Christmas. How about you? I did. It was really, really great. And, you know, true to what we were saying with our pre-Christmas uh episode you know that it wasn't it wasn't about me at all and it was great and like the kid just fucking had the time of her life you know like I I could I could see pure joy in her face you know with with the uh with opening presents and just feeling like Santa heard her wishes and and you know it, it it was it was magical it was a very very good it was probably my favorite Christmas in decades that is great. My kids were also both very happy the whole time, which is nice. Yeah. They fight a lot now. They're at that age where they're just bickering all the time, but they got along real well. They both wrapped each other like misery presents. Like they wanted, to, <laughs> like the presents they got each other, like I used to do for my mother-in-law where I would make them really, really, really hard to open. Oh yeah. I remember those. Yeah. And so they both got into that spirit and, uh, and I told them those were the presents they had to open first, and they weren't allowed to open anything until they were open. And it took them, <laughs> it took my daughter a good 30 minutes to get through hers, and Odin probably an hour. <laughs> what the? F- what were you putting on there? Like chains? I didn't do it. They did it. They wrapped it themselves. But no, like Odin wrapped Haley's in, uh, like it was all taped up in a box. And then we wrapped, I helped him with this part. We wrapped bailing wire around it and like wove it in two different directions. You son of a bitch. And then he taped up over that. Uh, he wanted to cover it in peanut butter, (laughs) but we had Christmas at my parents' house. It was just like, Nope, that's not going to happen. That'll be a mess. Your grandmother will not appreciate. Now, did you ever go as far as to wrap in like barbed wire? No, I don't want to injure anybody, but I did encase my mother-in-law's in in concrete once. (laughs) That's right. Oh, that's great. (laughs) That one, the funny part was, uh, there wasn't actually anything in there. I I gave her the present after she was done getting to the middle of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a piece of shit. (laughs) But yeah, I I know your relationship with your mother-in-law, so it was probably a lot of fun. So New Year's Eve is nearly upon us. Yeah, yeah, this weekend we are we're going to have another new year. We're going to go party it up and uh get all get all dressed up on our finest and and our gals are going to 
get all gussied up and, and we're going to go dancing on the town and have drinks and <laughs> have a kiss at midnight, or we're going to sit at home in our PJs and fall asleep. Yeah. This is the end of 2021. Just fucking let it go out with a whimper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, everyone was so stoked a year ago. They're like, fuck yeah. 2021. Here we go. World's coming back. Yeah, It's, it's all over. Woo, yeah. It's behind it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We've got vaccines. Fuck. <laughs> now we've got deltas and omicrons and human beings. Yeah, I mean if there wasn't so many of them, this wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You got any big New Year's plans this year, John? I don't. Not yet cuz you know the uh the kids with us this year uh for the for the holiday. So I'm not sure. Um I mean even if we didn't have the kids, I don't think we did anything last year either. Except for that thing that we did that I totally remember and had a great time doing. Gotta cover my bases in case we did something <laughs> awesome. I don't want to make Angelina mad. Our kids are going down to their grandparents' house for New Year's. Like your parents? Uh, Annie's dad. Oh, okay. They're going out there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. It's just going to be the wife and I. Butt stuff. Yeah. We might just hang out in the hot tub and. That's right. You, the, the hot tub's clean and ready to go. Yeah, drink some champagne at midnight and uh, spill a little in the hot tub. Just make sure you hydrate yourself. Hot tubs and booze will fuck you up. Yeah. It seems like it'd be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a great drinking concept. champagne in the hot tub when it's all friggin' cold outside. Like tonight would be a great night for the hot tub. It's yeah. friggin' cold as shit and it's raining. It still might snow here tonight. I'm hoping it will. Oh, I hope it does it after I leave. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about that. I was already having enough trouble trying to stay awake on the way up here. Well, it'll, it'll be a smooth. You'll slide around. <laughs> be like silk sheets for your death. I'll, I'll be able to to blame it on the snow if I if I yeah. fall asleep. I think, uh, you know, we were talking about what we were going to do this week, and we mentioned New Year's. We mentioned doing the year in review. I think we've done the year in review in the past. Um, I meant to go check, but I did not. Yeah, well, that's the nice thing about the year in review. It changes every year. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so you and I sort of uh, researched and and did work for either one of either one of those. You know, <laughs> either side of that. So we, we're going to do a little year in review. Um, I, I'm going to just follow your lead, and then uh, and then I've got some stuff about New Year's because personally, I've always fucking loved New Year's, or at least when I was younger, I did. Like that that was one of two days in the year where I always wore a tux. You know, like there was a party somewhere. I had a black suit and a bow tie, and I always got dressed up for that and and my birthday. And uh, I fucking loved it. And I usually didn't have anybody to kiss. There was even one New Year's. Oh, geez, what a horrible memory! But I got to embrace it. <laughs> when when I was hanging out with Kyle and his uh, his then wife and her sister was over there, and you know she was cute. And you know me being the the fucking wuss pants supreme, you know gentleman in quotes. Since I just met her, I want I asked her permission instead of just grabbing her and, and giving her a kiss, which is the proper thing to do. But, you know, she straight up says no. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> and they gave me shit about that for years. And then I lost a ton of weight. And then I heard from Kyle that she that she regretted her decision. It's like, ha. I win. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it, when I dated that girl who in junior high said I was the ugliest person she'd ever seen. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Oh. Yeah, at least you look back at it and know that you both regretted that situation. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was single for a lot of those new years is so I'm pretty sure I, I got my new year's kiss a couple times from your wife. I know I got one from, Wait, from, from, yeah, from one of Zach's girlfriends, you know, I don't know. I gave one of our friends an awkward one that that's a story I'm not going to tell on, <laughs> on the show, so. but yeah, no, I, I fucking love new year's. It's a, it's a good refresher. Yeah. It, I, I haven't done much for the last few years, but I, I also generally enjoy New Year's. There's usually, you know, at least in times past, you go to a good party. There's maybe some fireworks. You just have, you know, you get drunk and everyone in the, you know, everyone in the world is hung over the next day. Yeah. Except for people that don't drink, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Nerds. But like, like it, it, you know, it is national hangover day. It is, you know, New, New Year's day is. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, no one goes to work. And, uh, we get screwed this year cause it's on a Saturday anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That is a bummer. The, these, uh, this holiday season just already being on the weekend and, you know, the company I work for went down to four day work week. So like I didn't get Christmas Eve off cause I already had it off. So you didn't get any time off at all. No, I, I think, oh, I bummer. think they made up for it throughout the year. We had a couple days off that were you know, that had me scratching my head. Like, why are we getting this day off? National here? hot dog day. <laughs> yeah. I wish. <laughs> or, or hamburger day on my birthday. I think that it is. Now you all can talk like a pirate at home. <laughs> so yeah. What, what happened this year, Ben? I was racking my brain and I came up with a very short list of just like, uh, the big obvious things that we did, but what, what's, what's 2021 been for you? I don't know if it's for me necessarily. I don't know. For, for, for me, 2021 was just a lot of like working and doing life like normal. Like my life didn't really have personally anything exceptional happening in the last year at all that I can think of. I mean, it was a good, it, yeah, it was other, a other good than, year. than this podcast and, and the comic book, you know, but, yeah, but that no happened, big deal. Those happened in years past too. There's nothing unique about yeah. 2021 <laughs> there, man. More of the same. I think I did see more movies in the theater this year than in any year previous in my entire life, which I checked is not a lot. I only saw six, but that's still way more. Like usually I'm like a two movies a year kind of guy. Yeah. If somebody asked me how many movies you saw in a year, I probably would say four, but yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I went to the theater six times this year, which is, uh, that, that is actually a lot. Like once it like averages every two months. Yeah, for the entire year, but they weren't even open the entire year, were they? I don't no, think I, th I don't I th think they opened in, until like March or yeah, something. Yeah, and I right? think the first one I went and saw was The Green Knight, which I think was in March or I think I think the first movie you saw oh, was, was New Mutants. Or no, that that wasn't this year, was it? Was it not? I think that was the end of 2020. Okay. Maybe it's 7 then. I don't know. See, I think that was the first movie you saw since they were shut down for COVID at yeah. least whether, whether or not it was this year. Yeah. I think I was just assuming they, they were, they were closed in the beginning of 2021. Uh, it came out in August of 2020. Oh shit. Okay. Never mind. Interesting. So yeah. Clue then I forgot yeah. about clue. Yeah. It was clue. Yeah. That was definitely the first one I saw, but that was, it didn't really, I mean, I guess it wasn't in a theater, but it wasn't like a public theater. Like yeah. You know, we had the whole theater, so yeah. I don't. I like that was the first time I'd gone back to a theater, but I don't. I don't consider that my return to theaters. That was James Bond, and that's the only movie I've seen in the theaters. This weird, year. such a reversal. It's so weird. <laughs> and 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 in there we have a fucking 
a Spider-Man and a Dune and a Matrix. And a Ghostbusters. Yeah, a Ghostbusters. Holy shit. I'm, yeah, I'm dropping the ball. I, those things need to come out on streaming quicker. I, I mean, at this point. <laughs> the Matrix did, yes. to their defense. Yeah. Yeah, I just had a busy <laughs> holiday weekend with with a bunch of relatives. I put some thought into it and came up with like my favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. My least favorite movie of the year, mm-hmm. or at least most disappointing, and the most like meh movie of the year, like the one that I was kind of excited that it was just was unremarkable. The most unremarkable movie that uh, that I was kind of bummed was unremarkable. Just kind of like it, like a dry fart. Yeah, yeah, one that just kind of slips past and uh, you know doesn't really even smell. Yeah, it's not wet. Like it, it doesn't doesn't sound funny. No, it makes, yeah, just a, a normal little noise and yeah. like maybe someone notices and looks over at you, but you know, you're not in an elevator or anywhere where it's interesting. <laughs> or a front porch with your friends who are, who can't figure <laughs> out who did it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start with the the most like bummer movie of the year. Uh, and, th- and, I, and I was looking through the list and I'm pretty sure it's Godzilla versus Kong. Oh shit. That, that was this year. That movie just kind of sucked and i was pretty excited for it oh you know what i didn't have a worse i I was looking at a list real quick before the show and i didn't see that on there but i will go ahead and agree with you yeah it was it it could have been so great and it just wasn't wow when did that come out it feels like it was longer than that but yeah it was i think it was early this year sometime oh that's right yeah because it was uh it was when hbo max was doing the day and date yeah wow so, uh, yeah, that one was a bit of a bummer. I think we talked about it on the show already, but, uh, yeah, just, I remember bitching about it. Just, uh, you know, not enough Godzilla versus Kong action and way too much Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Doing nothing, nothing of consequence, Fucking nothing like nothing that makes sense. Nothing that matters. Uh, uh and then uh, I guess the best movie, uh, this one was a little harder for me because th- there've been some good ones this year. But I think I'm going to give it to No Way Home. Ah, oh, fucking son of a bitch. It was f- really fucking good. <laughs> uh, man, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this on the show last week because you'd seen it by then, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I went ahead and just asked you questions that spoiled a lot of like characters and stuff. So like, but what that actually did was made me more excited to see it. Yeah, because you were pretty low on the excitement scale for that movie. And you know what's funny is I I was talking to Preston, our old buddy, who's often, uh, or he used to be a lot more often cited on here. I don't know. Yeah, we're forgetting you, Preston. You better uh, (laughs) step up your game. You know what? He uh, so I I actually got got the chance to hang out with him last night. Like him and his whole family and some some other uh, kids we hung out with when we were younger. It was really great. It was like it was like a very Brady Christmas where like all the kids come home and their spouses and kids are there and we're all just laughing and got to walk through my old neighborhood. But Preston said the same thing. Like he he's in the exact same boat. He hasn't seen the movie. He talked to somebody and just asked questions, not about story, but about, you know, is this there? Does this happen sort of thing? And he's more excited to see it, too. So I'm I'm uh. I do need to get and see. Like, I'm going to wait for Afterlife to to come out on streaming because it's going to be like a couple weeks at this point. I'm not going to have a chance to get to the theater. Yeah, I think for... it's like February or something. Right? Well, it, February first, maybe. Yeah, it lands on on Blu-ray February first, so it usually comes out like two weeks before that on digital. Yeah, but uh, shit. Yeah, I want to see that. It's it's good. It's I mean, it's worth if you can find a time to slip away to the theater here. Do it. 
man, my kid is off school this week and I'm working from home, so I have no time to myself. Bummer. I don't even have uh, time to die. I have no time to die, which is my favorite movie. <laughs> Ooh, segue. I, yeah, I realized as I was doing it, I was like, no, there's no getting out of this, John. You're, you're too tired to, to figure a way out. I think just by default, you know, that's the only movie I've seen in the theaters. You know, Dune was pretty cool. And, uh, but like there, there were some okay movies that I, that I saw on streaming, but I mean, I love me some James Bond and I thought that movie was really, really, really good. So, um, congratulations, Commander Bond, you take my favorite movie of the year. Bond was in the running for me. Uh, Ghostbusters was good, but it wasn't quite good enough. And Dune was beautiful, but not a complete movie. Dune was Dune was halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but those are all good flicks. Now, what about your uh, your middle of the road? Your well, that would be uh, Matrix Resurrection, oh, which I, I haven't seen that. Watched Christmas Day instead of Muppet Christmas Carol because my family didn't want to watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Ha ha! And uh, I can tell you right now, it's not as good as Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> would your family agree? Oh no, probably not. They're so fucking sick okay. of watching Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, I, they, I think they'd all be happy to never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's not like I said. It's the most meh because it's not it's not bad, but it's not good either. Like yeah. it's okay. It like it. What I thought of when I came away from it was like it was like you know you're trying to like boil a kettle, you know, and that just and it just it won't quite boil it's like simmering it's getting close there's like those little teeny bubbles yeah like the t-rex stomp ripples yeah but it's uh it just never gets to a roaring boil <laughs> uh the fight choreography left me a little bit like i mean there's a, a number of times where uh like you could clearly see it's a fake punch that it's like an inch away from the other guy's face oh. and it's like come on guys they do some weird meta stuff i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything yeah please don't vampires there was, <laughs> there was uh, some fan service in it, but it wasn't as tasteful as like the stuff in Spider-Man and Ghostbusters was. I don't know. It was just, I mean, it was better than what it was, Revelations or whatever the last one Revolutions, was. Revolutions, I Re think. Revolutions, yeah. I mean, it was better than that, but that movie sucked. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, I, I still, it's so weird. Like, I'm, I, I'm pretty positive I've seen it twice. But after both of those times, I, I like if a couple months pass, I question whether or not I've seen it because I don't remember it. And then like when I watch <laughs> it, like like I, I recall being able to go like, oh, yeah, oh, I have seen this part like at the end. But I, I don't remember what it is anymore. Yeah. Like every time. But no, I'm still looking forward to seeing that. I just I have to find a time when I'm alone because, you know, I can't watch it with the kid. And I don't think Angelina cares. So, yeah. I, I could understand that. It's it's worth a watch, but it's uh it's worth you watching just so that I can complain about a few things <laughs> out loud. Yeah, without, without spoiling. It. <laughs> yeah, with somebody who uh, who gives a shit. Yep. Yep. I don't have a, a meh movie. I f I feel like all of twenty one twenty twenty one, like entertainment wise, was meh for me because I just I just couldn't uh, couldn't really experience it. I don't know. This is. This is a rough year. I mean, I really liked some of the Marvel stuff they did. Like, WandaVision, I really enjoyed. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, that was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully. 
Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, what if was really good? Yeah. What if was really good. WandaVision was really good until the end. Couldn't get into Falcon Wars. I still haven't watched Hawkeye. Yeah. I'm still only two episodes in and I've seen all the spoilers for that. What was the other one? Loki. That, Again, Loki. Was it a good was show until the last episode. Until the end kind of pooped. Uh, so, oh, is that the theme for 2021? <laughs> it, was, it was okay until the end. <laughs> oh no oh, <laughs> what, what do we have in store for us the next few days <laughs> the other couple things i had was that there was two things that i thought like this was a banner year for mm-hmm. and i thought it was worth talking about a little bit uh the first one is space and like like the shit going on in space this year was actually pretty cool like i mean this is kind of like the the proper birth of a, of the commercial space industry. Yeah. Well, this, like this year a lot happened. We had the first commercial flight bringing astronauts to the ISS. Uh we had billionaires measuring their wieners in yep, space. Yeah, dick rockets. SpaceX did that like civilian fundraiser trip where they went up uh to like 100 miles or something like way up there, you know, uh, for like 3 days and did some experiments. It was basically just to raise money for St. Jude's. Yeah. And I think they're I don't remember how much it was, but it was a lot. Yeah, it was like hundreds of millions that that that, that, that dude paid. Yeah, it was it was a huge amount of money, and that was really cool. Uh, SpaceX's Starship had its like first successful like launch and takeoff. They're going to do like an orbit next year, um, and uh, that there's like this spin launch company that did a test flight where they're wouldn't be good for people because it would like destroy you, but it'd be good for getting payloads up where they have basically like just like a big spinning arm, like a gravitron. Just, like, yeah, yeah, it's like a gravitron. That goes really fast and throws shit into space. And then once it gets high enough, then it has a little rocket. <laughs> Weird. Is that how we're going to start getting rid of our trash? Like Futurama? Yeah, we should. Yeah, Giant shoot trash that ball. shit at the sun, man. I'm so surprised that, I mean, well, I guess I don't know what kind of thrust it would take to get a giant trash ball, you know, out of Earth's atmosphere. So that might not be worth it. But I mean, at the same time, it might be worth it. If we ever needed Superman for anything. Yeah. Probably that. They should do that in a comic. Superman solves the. I mean, I mean that that would that would be great for uh, for gases and fucking global warming. Yeah, Come on, super garbage man. Yeah. On the state sponsored space side, like they just launched the James Webb Space Telescope on Christmas morning into the space, and that thing is. I, I'm that's one of the things I'm super excited about next year when it comes online. I think it's going to take about six months to get into orbit, and it is the largest. And most advanced optical telescope ever built. And it's going to sit, I think it's uh, about a million miles away from Earth. It's at one of the Lagrange points. So it's technically orbiting the sun, uh, but doing so, you know, in stable orbit distance from Earth. And uh, it's going to be able to see like... Lots of stuff. Loads of shit we can't see now. Yeah. Lots of stuff that we'll be able to report on and make Dan happy. Yeah, and they had ingenuity, the the you know, the little drone helicopter that they flew around on Mars. That's just a neat thing. It's like it was just it was a good year for space. Yeah. And for space oddities. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. That I mean like like when I think about twenty twenty one, that's my big thing. You know, we we yeah. successfully created and funded, you know, our first issue and we funded and are creating the second issue. That's pretty badass. I agree. Space Oddities is like our uh, crowning achievement, I think. Yeah. This uh, this year, uh, even though it's not done yet, and that'll so it'll be our crowning achievement next year too. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I I actually 
I think the greatest thing that happened to me this year happened to me today, actually. Oh, um, and, do tell. And, and I'm, I'm going to kind of use it as a, as a segue to, to, or I don't know, I'm going to talk a little bit about space oddities at the same time. But just um, to be open and transparent with our with our listeners, I've, I've made allusions a couple times to November being a rough month for me. Um, I had had a big scare. I went in for some tests and all of a sudden they... Uh, they started telling me they, it looked like I had cancer, and uh, it was a it was a very rough uh, couple of months. Just getting more tests and and just you know fearing the worst because that's what my brain does. So you know I'm 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 sitting there preparing myself to get the news that I'm going to die very soon. It'll change your perspective. So you know I I, I talked to the doctor today after my second biopsy, and I am free from that worry i do not have cancer yeah. fuck yeah and i've got something else that also sucks but way less than cancer yeah <laughs> so um so uh, you know that november was it was a time like it's it's kind of a blur i should have been just working my balls off all month on on a comic book but like i said man when when you got something like that hanging over your head it uh it makes it hard to to get motivated to to you know work on something so it's gonna be a a, a rough start but I'm but I'm doing it you know I, I'm I'm hoping I can just get myself right back on track otherwise to those uh, to those people listening who backed our uh, our Kickstarter we will stay in touch if there are any delays but with any luck and grit won't need to do that yeah that was that was a great slightly late Christmas present and uh, and. I don't know, man. It, it it felt real good hearing that today. Yeah, far, um, yeah, I imagine. But tell you what, man, I've got some. I got some New Year's resolutions. I've got to. I've got to change some <laughs> shit around, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta get. Gotta get my healthiest now, man. Because you know, all of a sudden, when you when you think your time's short, it makes you think differently. Yeah, well, I think that's the most vulnerable I've ever gotten on this show. Did I do the wrong thing by even bringing that up? No, I don't uh, think so. Okay, okay, good. Good thing we're not doing segues anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the other thing that I thought that had a banner year this year was, uh, was VR. VR went gangbusters this year, big time. I mean, the the last year at the end of the year, you know, the, uh, you know, Oculus put out the quest Two, the Facebook, the Facebook, the meta quest Two. Now it is, uh, jeez. I mean, it is now the most dominant headset by far, even on like PC VR, which it is not. It's a standalone one. And Facebook rebranded to Meta and announced their their uh, desires to rule the digital metaverse with an iron fist. They say they don't want to do that, but they want to do that. <laughs> yeah, they they say they say one thing. We know what they mean. Yeah. The thing is, the the metaverse is. Uh, I see what Facebook's doing with it. They missed the smartphone. Like they did not make billions on the smartphone. I think, I mean, they adapted pretty well to the smartphone and being able, you know, the idea that everyone now had a uh, computer with a camera and a microphone and GPS in their pocket that they could use to track you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made, they took full advantage of that. Yeah. But no one has a Facebook phone. Yeah. The, the, the Zuckerberg F7. Yeah. And I, and I think they're kind of looking at it like the metaverse will be the next smartphone, the next internet. 
And, uh, and I think they're probably right to some degree. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, the idea that like, if you could have now, no one, I don't think everyone's going to be walking around with fucking goggles on their face, but if they can make, you know, regular glasses that, uh, look like regular glasses and have a display in them where like, you can look at something and like, you know, pull up the menu of a restaurant and do the kind of shit you do on your phone, but like on your face, people are going to use that. Oh, that seems so weird. It, it seems seem so weird. out there. But yeah, 30 years ago, the idea of a smartphone was fucking weird. The yeah, idea it was, of the internet fucking, was Jetsons. fucking weird. Yeah. Well, it was and more than Jetsons. It was like, why the fuck would I need a, a camera in my pocket? Or why would I need to do that? I've got the phone book right here. Yeah. A, a, a Dick Tracy like radio watch was, was wild technology yeah. that I wanted to have. And, but you know, people eat that shit up and, and if they, like, if he can make it work, that it probably would be the next big thing like the smartphone. Yeah. Like I remember when, when smartphones pe- came out, there was people saying that's a stupid idea. Who would want that? And, and <laughs> you look at the, the two big players, you know, you have Apple and Google in the smartphone sphere right now. And like at the beginning, there was only like four and no one else could get a leg in and Blackberry and Palm went by the wayside. Yeah. And like Facebook tried to get in, Microsoft tried to get in, even Microsoft, fucking huge company, couldn't make the Windows phone a thing. Oh, wow. I forgot about that thing. It did not work. Wow. Like, so if you don't, if you're not there at the beginning, like you, it's hard to, you're clawing back market or trying to claw market back from people that already have it. And so that's what, that what's, that's what Facebook's trying to do with this whole metaverse thing. And it's terrifying that it's them doing it because fuck Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've kind of shown that they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but it's also kind of cool because they're just shoveling money into VR. Like, they've got to be losing money on every single quest they sell. Yeah. And uh, you're getting some really cool devices from that, which is neat. And last year, like, I mean, it did really well. You can get a cheap VR headset that you don't need to have a computer with, that you don't need to have any wires hooked to, and you can just put it on and it just fucking works and there's great games for it. That's something people have been wanting for the last 35 years since the virtual boy came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one. It seems like we're already kind of living in, you know, some weird fascisto capitalist dystopia. So uh, <laughs> I want my cool cyberpunk toys. If, <laughs> if I'm yeah. going to live in this dystopian hellscape, I want to be able to plug something into my neck and yeah, yeah. Go pretend if, I'm if if the shitty Super Mario. if the shitty Ready Player One world is going to be our world, then we at least need whatever their uh, their VR world was. Yeah, like like imagine living in the that Oasis. world without the Oasis. It's yeah. just all shit all the time. You have no escape. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I want my you know cybernetic arm enhancement and my flying cars and my cool VR. <laughs> you want to swing into New Year's Eve? Yeah, you want to take a little break first? Sure. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. Hey, welcome back, Ben. Welcome back, John. All right, so we've talked about the uh, the year before today, but there is uh, there is something coming up that we can talk about as well. We've got New Year's coming up around the corner. Uh, we've already talked, talked a briefly bit, about it, yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, this is awkward. 
this this is interesting it'd be like if uh if we were like hey let's talk about you know like batman and robin and and i went and like did a bunch of batman notes and you did a bunch of robin notes <laughs> and like oh. oh all right uh um so you know i i realized when i was thinking about new year's it's like okay what can i i, I can definitely talk about my memories but like i don't know the origins of new year's i don't know shit about new year's like new year's to me is you know it's the start of a new year duh i've never really thought of it as having an origin because it's like it's a thing that happens like the year changes and now there's a new year. And so it's just a thing. It's just party time. Well, you know, apparently, uh, the first recorded new year's celebration, even though it wasn't January 1st was 4,000 years ago by ancient Babylonians. Apparently it was the, they would use the first new moon after the vernal equinox when, uh, when there was a, uh, equal amount of time for, uh, day and night. And they did a uh, a festival called the Akitu, which was Sumerian for barley, because that was uh, springtime. And they'd and get drunk. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they'd, get, they'd get hammered, and that's when you're harvesting your crop. Um, and then the uh, the new year itself turned to uh, January 1st when good old Julius Caesar yeah. in uh, 46 BC created the Julian calendar and uh, named January after the god Janus or Janus. The, uh, the two-headed god, one head looking backward, one looking forward. Very clever. Oh, I um, didn't know that. Yeah. And then I guess in, uh, in medieval times, the Christians tried to change the new year to uh, other religious days throughout the year, you know, to give it more significance. Because that sounds like something they would do back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's make this about us. Yeah. Everything, everything is, is Jesus and religion. Um, but... Then when uh, Pope Gregory the 13th, I think, when he made the Gregorian uh, calendar in, uh, what was it, 1582? Yeah, plus that bad boy up with a couple new months. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, the, that's when they moved it back to the 21st. Or, sorry, the January 1st. I don't know. That's when they moved it back to the 1st. So, wait. Did they do it on a different day? They wanted to do it on a different day for a while? Like So, it's like, all right. I, I know the months go in cycles, but, you know, on July 15th. Yep. We're just going to call that New Year's. Yeah, that's going to be the, the, well, you know, I, I didn't have time to look into, you know, how, you know, like there's the Chinese New Year, which I think is in, when is it? Late November, early December? Yeah, it happened not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't know what it is with other cultures, New Year's, like how, how they pick the day. So. Because well, I know like Judaism has their own calendar. And so they, they've got a new year there somewhere. And I know don't know when it is though i didn't even but i know they have their own calendar like completely separate from the gregorian calendar that everyone uses wow that's interesting that's that's why and it's slightly out of sync and that's why hanukkah is moving earlier in the year every year and eventually hanukkah will be in like june see that's gonna take a long time that's interesting because i was thinking that this year like like when i heard that hanukkah had ended i was like wait a minute like didn't it usually or didn't it used to be closer to to christmas time yeah it did wow I mean, that, that's why, uh, that is why Julius Caesar created that new calendar because they, the, you know, the difference in the, uh, the old timey calendar, like everything had just shifted way away from what it was originally because it didn't actually follow the sun. You know, like he had to go like, like consult like the top leading astronomers to create this calendar. Yeah. And he got it pretty close, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite right. He was, there was still, I mean, even now. It's not quite right. We have to add, that's why we still have to have leap years every yep. four years. 
And, uh, and there's leap seconds and stuff that they have to keep track of for like GPS timing. Cause it's so it, it's too precise that it'll stuff will fucking wander on you. It's slightly off. Like it's we're not traveling like, through time. Yeah. It's like 365.228. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like two, five and the, and the old one was like three sixty five point like four, five, two, seven or something like it's, it's so weird how those fractions, I mean, over time it's going to yeah, make a big difference. Add up. But yeah. That's when the new, that's the history of the new year being on the first. Um, as far as like traditions, you know, uh, we've got our new year's resolutions. Are you making any this year? I gave up on those a long time ago because, uh, I generally don't follow through with them. Have you ever stuck to one? Don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. If I make them new year's day, it's usually, I'm not going to drink anymore, (laughs) but you know, like, you know, you're, you're feeling hopeful. You're feeling good. Like I'm going to try and do this thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, if it's something big and life-changing, I'm probably not going to do it. If it's something small, like, you know, I'm going to open a savings account. Maybe I'd pull it off. I don't, might not do anything with it, but I would. Something that you can be passive with. Yeah. I'm going to try and replay symphony of the night. Like, all right, I, I could probably pull that one off. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I'm going to go to the gym every week. Nope, no, no, that's, that's not going to happen. It's wild how, how many people like that's their resolution. I mean, it's a good one. I'm, I'm probably going to have a similar resolution, you know, this year, <laughs> like I'm going to have to exercise, but I'm, I am not getting a gym membership. That's absurd. But you know, I, I, I think the only one I ever stuck with was like eight years ago or so when I did my year off of fast food, I was like, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not eat fast food for a year. You said a deadline. I think that's the, that's the, one of the important parts is that it's, you know, it's not, I'm never going to eat fast food again. Yeah. Cause you're, that's, you're, that's going to fail. You know, and, and I didn't, I didn't miss it terribly, but, but I remember after the year, you know, when I got to the end of the year, I was just like, oh, like, here we go. I'm going to have a yeah. full day of fast food, <laughs> like nothing but it. And like, I still didn't eat like Arby's or KFC or like Jack in the box for like several more years. I just, you know, I, I eventually got myself back into fast food and that's why I look the way I do now, but I don't know. I'm thinking about doing that one again this year. Actually, you know what? I, I think it was a new year's resolution. I I cut out soda a while back and just said, I'm not going to drink soda anymore. And I stuck to that one for a while, uh, probably damn near a year, if not Mm -hmm. more, but I don't think I put any sort of deadline on it. So I, I have drank soda since, so I failed. Yeah, but, you know, now that I think about it, you guys don't generally drink a lot of soda Mm-mm. in your house. No, I still keep it to a minimum. And, you know, it's usually when I go to eat fast food, because if I'm going to fuck one part of my body up, I might as well do it well. Yeah, and if you're having McDonald's, it's a dollar for whatever size you want. And it really confuses them if you ask for water. What, you like, you want a large water? Yeah. You're like, I'll pay the buck. Just give me a giant ice water. Yep. I've gone through a couple of times, like, where I order, like, a meal. Mm-hmm. And they, what do you want to drink? And I say water. And then they give me that little fucking tiny, like free cup of water. And I'm like, no, I want like the size of cup that comes with the meal. Yeah. And they're like, well, you'd have to pay for it. And it's with the, like, it just boggles (laughs) their mind that I want the full size cup of water. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody does that. Oh. I've kind of come to the point, like resolutions are bullshit. I like, I I don't need to decide to better myself once a year um, with platitudes. Yeah. And you know, there, there's a bunch of people uh, every year. There's a couple people on Facebook that are, that are just like, 
You do realize you can make, you could change your life any time of year. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. I'm like, get fucking bent, man. At least people want to change their life on, yeah. on some day. Like, eat shit. You know, if it gives you the motivation to try something, then, then good. I yeah. just, I've given up on it for me. Yeah. Well, this tradition apparently also goes back to the ancient Babylonians when, uh, when they would make commitments and promises to the gods in exchange for favors. Oh, what, what kinds of favors? I don't know, but you know, it was all self-serving back then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to sacrifice this goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, please give me a good harvest. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can get behind a new year's sacrifice <laughs> because that's, that's all about, you know, doing something now and hoping somebody else does something better later. I'm not going to fail that. You can blame somebody else when it doesn't happen. <laughs> now, see, I guess this this is a hard one to talk about with you because you've been with your wife since you guys were teenagers. Like, since you were at an age where you would be kissing somebody at midnight. Yes. So, like, so the I, I imagine the kiss at midnight doesn't really mean a whole lot to you because it's just, I mean, it's, it's just something you do with your wife. Yeah, I just got to make sure my wife's somewhere near me at New Year's. Yeah. Well, that one, you know, that, that one's got, uh, some cloudy origins on there. Like some say the origins, uh, trace back to the, uh, the winter festival Saturnalia in ancient Rome. Um, and others say there, there was one called, uh, Hogmanay, Hog, Hogmany, Hog, it's Hog M-A-N-A-Y, which was a Viking tradition. And, uh, kiss a pig? <laughs> I don't know. Well, apparently it's still practiced in Scotland, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that'd be. Whoa, never mind. Whoa, I almost just uh, turbo offended our Scottish audience. Do we have a Scottish audience? <laughs> <laughs> Not you, anymore. You never know. Well, no, I've, I just saved it. Um, but but apparently uh, there's also some uh, some documents of people having New Year's parties in 1863 in Germany, where where they were talking about the kiss at midnight. So. It's really exciting, this whole kiss thing. I already talked about it earlier, so I don't have anything to say. <laughs> oh, boy. New New Year's resolution, John. Do a better job. Do you have any unique uh, New Year's traditions or anything you do every year? Nope. I mean, I used to. I, I used to dress up in a tux, and, and you know, it was, it was fancy party time. Is that picture of me and you in the tux out in front of my house? That was your birthday, wasn't it? That was it? my birthday, yeah. yeah. But that's the same tux I would wear on... Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was great. I loved it so much. I wish I still fit into that thing. Like, I don't have it anymore because I'm way too fat. Yeah. But uh, it was nice. It was like a little waistcoat with tails and mm-hmm. I had cummerbunds. It was, a, it was a swank little unit. When I was at, like, my thinnest, I bought a tuxedo, like an actual tuxedo, uh, you know, secondhand. But I got a great deal on it. And, like, by the time I went to wear it the first time, I put on just a couple pounds. And it was, like, it was tight like so there's no way i could get into it right now i have a box of like tuxedo parts mm-hmm. because uh, my grandfather died and he uh, he was a mason so he had just a shit ton of tuxedos because <laughs> apparently they they like to wear those but uh he was like five six and a hundred pounds so like none of the actual oh, tuxedos wow. fit <laughs> <laughs> but i got a box of cummerbunds and bow ties and those frilly things that you button on your shirt to make your shirt look like it has frills. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what those are called, but I have like five of them. 
I guess another staple of uh, of at least the the New Year's celebration in New York is the ball drop. And I don't actually have uh, have any history for that, but uh but apparently the the ball itself used to be a uh, like a 700 pound ball, but now it's 12 feet in diameter and weighs about 12,000 pounds. Uh, that's pretty big. Yeah. And it's on like a rod now, like a I presume it was on like something like a cable or something. Yeah, like a crane type system. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't even know what it's supposed to symbolize. I've heard something. I don't know if it's supposed to symbolize the Big Apple or if that's where the name Big Apple came from. Interesting. Well, maybe they made a lot of apples in New York at one point. Yeah, it's probably some some weird uh, like racist thing from 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 some immigrant uh or somebody some country that people were immigrating from um but i did read that uh that some other places in uh in america have have some different traditions at midnight in pittsburgh apparently they drop pickles like from a single location or just everyone throws a pickle out their way i don't know just sounded sounded like everyone drops a pickle that's go ahead and drop your pickles Sure, why not? I mean, it's better than eating them. Yeah. Fuck Wait. pickles. Oh, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> pickles are so good. No, they're awful. I don't like sweet pickles, but man, bread and butter or dill pickles. Mm. Now, what if you're eating, what, you know, the, the fried chicken sandwich wars that, that are going on right now? I can now? deal with them on, on a fried chicken or a hamburger occasionally. Yeah. Like, I don't want a lot of them, but they go well with a, with a fried chicken sandwich. And there's probably a few other things they're okay on. Yeah. But just eating a fucking pickle, are you, you mad? Oh, see, that's... Almost exclusively how I enjoy pickles. I don't like them on burgers, but the fried chicken sandwich, for some reason, it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but agree. but other than that, I'm the same way with olives. I love black olives oh. on their own, but it, put them on something, fuck no. Get out of here. I'm the same way with olives because they're also gross. <laughs> um, and apparently in uh, Tallapoosa, Georgia, they drop possums at midnight. Possums. Like you got to go round up a bunch of possums the day before. I guess maybe in Tallapoosa, they're all over the place. Just a shit ton of possums everywhere. Just grab a possum, kiss it, drop it. Yeah, get your midnight (laughs) kiss there. (laughs) Uh, um, And then like we mentioned earlier, we got our fireworks. Yes. The only other day during the year where it's legal to light fireworks. That was one of my favorite things about living in in Houston or just outside of Houston. They love their munitions. Oh, man. It was, it was New Year's Eve and Fourth of July. It was like a damn war zone. It was amazing. Like it would go on from like five p.m. to five a.m. Just things shooting and exploding, and like there's just this sulfur mist that hangs <laughs> Looks over like the, LA. Yeah, that hangs over the entire neighborhood. It's like you're looking through this, you know, poisonous fog, but it's awesome. <laughs> and you know, because they, you know, you can have bottle rockets and mortars and all, you know. All of the fireworks there. All the fun ones. And that shit was rad. I loved that. I miss it. Because there are no, there's no good fireworks here. I didn't even see fireworks stands up this year, did you? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen any. You live in the mountains. The county I'm in uh, d- does not allow fireworks yeah. ever. So, boo. Um, do you have any specific, uh, like, like, New Year's Eves that you remember for whatever reason, good or bad? Yeah, yeah, I have one very specifically that I remember because it was boring and because I kissed your wife and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the year two thousand. It was the the turn of the millennium. <laughs> Y two K. Yes, kids. Well, 
I was, uh, I mean, I was a senior in high school. So, I mean, I was only, you know, freshly 17 at that point, but, uh, man, Mr. Bungle was playing a show like a new year's Eve, like you know, end of the millennium party in San Francisco. And I wanted to go so fucking bad. And my dad would not let me because he was scared about Y2K. (laughs) (laughs) He was worried that, you know, the computers were going to not work. I don't know what the fuck he was worried about. Society was going to crumble and you were going to be stuck in in San San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. And so I, you know, I just hung out at my house and banged on pots and lit some shitty California fireworks (laughs) and it was fucking dumb. (laughs) And I missed going to a really cool show and party that probably would not have been terribly appropriate for a 17-year-old. Oh, definitely not. Man, but uh, boy, whatever that is. Boy, man. Boy, man. <laughs> uh, but boy, it would have been fucking fun. I have a specific one that, you know, like I, I had a lot of those tuxedo ones and I remember different houses and that we had parties at and they were a lot of fun. But I have one specific one that that had to have been 2004 because of where, where we lived or where you lived at Casabella. And for whatever reason, I don't know if I was, if I was just bored or I might've been, you know, just down because I knew that I, that I didn't have anyone to kiss at midnight, but I decided to leave and go to a buddy's house up, you know, up sunrise a little bit where, where some friends were hanging out. And I remember hearing the, the, you know, countdown while I was driving over there. So that was an extra bummer. I was just like, <laughs> and then I got there and this was actually the night that I, well, for many years, I retired from the game Pictionary <laughs> because I'd had a long string of events like this or not, not too long, but enough. Like, I don't like losing at games. If I lose at a game repeatedly, I stop playing it because it's not fun to always lose. Yeah. You know, if, if I, if I win one out of three, I can keep playing. But if I, w- if I lose six out of six, I'm done. I'm not playing that with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't enjoy losing, but I went to, to a friend's house and we were playing Pictionary and I got, you know, I had a buddy there where like, if we were on the same team, we would fucking murder it because he's a great guesser and he can also draw. I'm not the best guesser. I know I can draw. Yeah, I've seen evidence. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, um, I, I was teamed up with this guy that could not guess what I was drawing, and could not draw something that I could guess. <laughs> but either way, boy, did he hurl some fucking blame right oh, at it, it me. It was your fault, regardless. Yep, every single time. You know, if 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 he couldn't guess my thing, what the fuck is that? That's supposed to be a teeter totter or whatever. And then same thing, like, how could you not see this? This is a fucking chicken laying an egg. I'm like, I don't fucking know what's going on. So I retired from Pictionary <laughs> on that New Year's. And it, it, it was it was several years before I uh, before I started playing again. Oh, that's two solidly bummer New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones that stick out. One that was a lot of fun that I remember was I went with my sister over to just some random people's house. I mean, you went yeah, with I was you there. Were there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you came to town for that New Year's. And, uh, just, yeah, I was in town from, uh, the South where I was living Mm -hmm. and, uh, just went to some randos New Year's Eve party and it was a fucking blast. It was a lot of fun. Met a bunch of people, played some ping pong, got ping pong, got super beer pong too. Like, yeah, there was a bunch of beer pong, got super drunk and lit their Christmas tree on fire in the backyard. That's right. 
And and for the record, it was like bonfire style. Like like yeah. you you didn't just go over there and be like, I'm gonna light this fucking tree on fire because that's what it made. It. That's what it sounded like well, for a was, second. It was kind of like that. Like it was sitting out there, and I, and I and I was like, I want to light that tree on fire. And they were like, uh, Okay, sure, why not? Let's do it. Oh shit! I didn't know that's how it started. Yeah, because it was just sitting out there being dry, and it was still in its stand, <laughs> so it was like standing up on fire. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, I knew. Two people there. I think that was it. I think I knew you and my sister, and maybe she brought a friend. Feel like she did, but uh, it was or, fun. Like everyone, it might it might have been her husband. I can't remember what year that was. I don't know if it was before or after they got married. I know where they lived because I remember where I was hung over the next day, <laughs> and that that was when they lived in. It was like I want to say eight years ago or so because. That was the party where I had the worst hangover of my life. And then the next day I woke up with that full body, like mashed potato rash where I oh, looked like nice. I was stuffed with mashed potatoes. <laughs> I got that terrible rash where, where they couldn't figure out what it was. And I was sick for like a week. And I, when I came out of that, you know what that was? That was when I discovered Ray Bradbury. Oh, so that's that night better. That night is tied into a humongous colossal change in my life. As you got one new year's where you gave up Pictionary and one where you found Ray Bradbury. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good balance. Yeah. And I gave up booze for a long time after that. I did not drink for quite a while. That was the most hungover I've been in my whole life. Yeah. Oof. I got really drunk that night. It was, it was fun. At least the, as much of it as, as I remember was really fun. Yeah. I was probably an asshole to someone, but everyone there was super nice and uh, put up with it. Yeah. Um, you want to get into some structure? Yeah, let's do it. So what was your first impression of New Year's? When What what do you remember? The first memory I have is when I was living uh, at the end of this cul-de-sac in Rancho Cordova. In Kennebee River Court. Yeah. And uh, I remember going out with all the, the, like all the other neighborhoods and like banging on pots mm -hmm. to make a bunch of noise. And someone lit off some fireworks at the end of the court and uh, drinking Martinelli's sparkling cider and pretending it was champagne. That is almost exactly my, my same memory. It, it, it was all about the Martinelli's. Yeah. Because you know, and, and it, it's your sparkly, bubbly drink. And, you know, we didn't drink Martinelli's the entire year, you know, so it no. was it was a special drink. And that shit is fucking good. It's good. It is tasty. You should drink it all year. It's tasty. We had some on on Christmas time. And yeah. well, I feel like like it wasn't as readily available all the time. And I remember when I was younger, it was more expensive. I remember paying like four bucks a bottle for it. Like when when I was, you know, a teenager and, and getting it myself. Like it, it was an expensive drink back then. Is it cheaper than that now? I feel like like at least a couple of years ago, it was like two bucks a bottle, two fifty. Oh. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what, when, when did this happen? And, and I feel like it's just more readily available all year long, like all the flavors and everything. I, I also remember one early new year's where like the, it, it was where I did my first like brown bagging it, you know, like I, I took like a lunch sack and put my, my Martinelli's in there was drinking it. Like I was a homeless person <laughs> out of the bottle. You know, it really was like representative of being an adult. Yeah. It was cool. Like when you got older, you'd get like your own bottle of Martinelli's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, Martinelli's and pots and pans, New Year's for kids. To getting to stay up till midnight. Yeah. I mean, there was probably a New Year's before that where I just fell asleep before midnight. Or, you know, I, I've seen parents with little kids do a um a countdown for them like three hours early. Oh, yeah, because we're on the West Coast, so they could just do it 
to the East Coast. Yeah, one. with New York. And fool their children. Yeah, and go to bed. That seems bizarre to me. Like, like I, you know, I, I want to stay up until midnight with my kid for for the celebration. You know, it, New Year's means something to me. You know, like I, I really do like the idea of the fresh start. You know, I, I remember last year I was gonna, I decided I was gonna write, you know, one one page a day for the entire year. I got like two weeks in, <laughs> and, but but I I still have that book, and I decided I'm going to pick up the story. And, and I'm going to just make like, I'm, I'm decided I'm going to start it with a time jump. The main character, whoa, things just disappeared. He doesn't know what happened in this last year. Bam. I'm back in maybe two weeks at a time. I mean, it's a milestone. Like you get through and you're like, all right, made it another year. Mm-hmm. One more, you know, it's like a birthday, you know, we're the same thing, except this one's shared with everyone. Yeah. We all made it through another year, especially the way the last couple have been like, that's, that's no small or ta- thing. <laughs> no small oh, feat yes, no small yeah, accomplishment yeah. but uh, it's been a it's been an odd couple for sure so uh here's hoping 2022 is better i'm not doing that mm. not not after not after what happened last year like it felt like 2021 was going to be better yeah and, and i mean i think it was better still like, i mean there was less uncertainty you know, like shit didn't necessarily go back to normal, but I think, I think you were able to, at least I was able to kind of get some sort of normalcy back. Like there, you yeah. weren't locked down and like you weren't, shit just wasn't upside down. It was still sideways. Yeah. You know, and it was certainly isn't back to what, you know, you would think was normal before, but it, it's a bit more predictable than it, than it was and, yeah. a, and a bit more normal than it was. Yeah. It's more comfortable. Yeah, like yeah, like I've I've kind of resigned myself to whatever this hellscape we're living in is. <laughs> yeah, give me the jab. I'll wear a mask. Whatever. Let's just let's get as much as much of uh, as we can out of this world. I was noticing this morning my my beard has like a permanent mask divot in it now <laughs> <laughs> from wearing a mask and having it pulled back. Oh, um. So do you have a favorite use in pop culture having to do with New Year's? I do. What is it? Tell me. My favorite use of New Year's Eve in pop culture is Futurama and how they kind of wove it in to the entire story. You know, where Fry, he's kind of down on his luck, falls into a a cryogenic pod at the turn of the millennium, wakes up in the year 3000. And then how later on they come back to that with the whole nibbler nibbler pushing him in there. And like the way they tied all that back together and, you know, the entire you know, the entire plot device there is built around New Year's Eve. I, it's just fucking perfect. Son of a bitch, that's good. I would like to state for the record that <laughs> I agree with yours. But, <laughs> but since I didn't, I didn't uh, put that there, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with what I originally had written down. Because, uh, I mean, I, granted, I didn't go turbo searching. But first thing that popped in my head, and I really like it, is U2's New Year's Day. U2, I've gotten kind of tired of over the years. I, I, I liked me some U2 back in the day, but there's something about New Year's Day that it's it's got a different a different tempo and a different pace. It's not like other U2 songs. And I, I love, I love, uh, I feel like I'm like, I'm just trying to fake my way through this, but I love, you know, how, how it's, it's high tempo. And I love that, like the edge loves to do that. Like 
and he does it to perfection in that song. Um, and uh, Bono's vocals are great. <laughs> I don't know. I generally feel like U2 is one of the most overrated bands in history. That said, New Year's Day, not a bad. Like, they're, he's, they got like six songs that I'll tolerate. Yeah. Like, if the sweetest thing comes on the radio, I'm going to fucking bash my radio with, with my fist. Like, I hate that song <laughs> so much. But, you know, every, every once in a while, you know, you got, you got a, uh, you get a good one out of them. I, I, I like New Year's Day. Um, but having said that, Futurama is 100% the correct answer. When are we going to watch Futurama and do an episode on it? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, I, I didn't go terribly deep into that because we've got to do a Futurama yeah. episode. Like, that warrants its own hour to two. Why haven't we done a Simpsons episode either? I don't know. We've, we've got a giant list of things that I, it's a, it, we haven't gotten to it yet. Let's look at that after this and... Uh... And pick, yeah, pick they, the next few. They both belong on there. Yeah. Okay. So, final thoughts. See, I felt like like before our favorite use in pop culture, we were given some really good final thoughts. We were like we were like postulating on on New Year's and what it means to us. And I was like, "Fuck!" Like we we still have a, a, another segment we got to do. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we could go old school and say, "Could Ben make this happen? Could you make New Year's happen?" I'm going to in just a few days. Yeah. Yeah. If I happen to die before then, you're all fucked. You're going to be stuck in 2021 <laughs> forever. <laughs> Fucking limbo. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think a good thing to end on is, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Is there anything that, uh, that, that you got on your radar that you're excited about for the next year? I mean, besides putting out Space Oddities uh, number two? That's number one on my list, is putting out, getting that in hand again yeah. and sending it out to folks and mm-hmm. then starting up on you know, getting a jump on number three. I'm yes. I'm getting three excited. done before the end of next year. I'm looking forward to the potential of mine and Angelina's presence to each other, because, you know, like I said, we didn't, we didn't get each other a bunch of gifts. Like we only got our, got each other like a couple of things, you know, just little whatever gifts, but we had discussed ahead of time. Um, we're going to try to take a couple trips like Angelina, really 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 wants to see elton john he's going to be going on his farewell tour and she was going to go see see him with uh with some family but that fell apart and so she you know she just had to resign herself to the fact that she wasn't going to see it so i was like all right for christmas i'm going to get us a couple tickets to elton john and we just have to get there um but her big thing to me was that she was going to book an airbnb near metropolis illinois for the Superman festival. Fuck yeah. Bucket list item there. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, doing a couple big trips may not be uh, economically viable. So we'll see which ones we get to, but I'm looking forward to the possibility of either of those. I've seen Elton John before, but really? like, yeah. Oh, when'd you see Elton John? Uh, I saw him down in San Diego when I went down there for Comic-Con probably a decade ago. Nice. Yeah. I heard he puts on a good show. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show, and 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 he knows it because he stands up for like, you know, he puts his arms up like some Christ figure between every single song, <laughs> and like like he's he just wants his standing ovation for every single one. But I mean, the show apparently this was the same thing back in the olden days, but like it opens with a funeral for a friend, which is the perfect way to open a show. Like that song is so perfect for for starting up a uh, a uh, show, um, but. Just seeing the joy it would bring to Angelina, 
you know, because I, I was yeah. sitting in a car with her a few years back when she was trying to figure out whether or not she was going to go get a shitty seat at Golden One to see him. And because I didn't want to go and I was super broke. Like I, I, I didn't have the, you know, a hundred bucks to buy a ticket. And, uh, and she decided not to, and she apparently like cried all the way home. Like she regretted it. So I was like, man, like if this is the, the last chance, like I, I gotta make this happen for her. Fuck yeah. That'll be cool. What about you? I mean, not quite on that level of needing to see someone in the end, but, uh, I'm stoked to go see Weird Al. He's, he's firing back up the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. And he's going to be here in town, uh, in like September. Oh shit, I've got a birthday in September. Yeah, and uh, I'm fucking going to that shit this time. When it came around last time, I was like, oh, should I go? Like, I I, I kept thinking about it. Uh, I didn't cry about it all the way home once I decided I didn't, but I did regret it. I regretted it too, because I I, I feel like I had at least some uh, some influence on that, because you, you asked if I wanted to go, but I was too hungover. Yeah, if you'd said, yeah, let's do it, I probably would have gone. Yeah, if I wasn't hungover, I totally would have gone and i and i did i was bummed about that because we've seen weird Al before it's been a long long time yeah. but this the the ridiculously self-indulgent tour thing like that sounds like the best weird Al show i would ever want to see because yeah. i don't i don't need to hear white and nerdy or, or amish paradise or fucking the star wars song like i want to hear those were the good old days or or you know i want to hear his originals i love them well, and, and I think for like some of them, he'll like sit down and like tell you some of the backstory behind him and shit. And uh, like, yeah, I absolutely want to see that. that I want that with all my heart. Fucking amazing. So I'm stoked. I'm, I'm going to make that one happen uh, come hell or high water. So I'm excited. about. Well, you that. know, let's let's think big. It will. We, we can we can also look forward to somehow finagling getting, uh, you know, 30 seconds with Weird Al on on record. And uh, let's try to use my birthday as a part of it. Let's get in touch with his people. Yeah. Because we didn't ask back when we did the Weird Al episode. Like, no. why not? Yeah, we should, I should have shot him an email. Yeah. And now we, we can send him the episode and be like, hey, we like you. Yeah. Come hang out. 30 seconds is all we want. We're, we're, we're not, we're not be- buttholes. We, we even won't cuss for that 30 seconds. Because he's not, he's not a big, uh, big vulgar oh, yeah. person. He, he's he doesn't a cuss. Whole, wholesome gentleman. Yeah. You know, the Batman it's oh out. shit! Yeah, just a few months. That third trailer dropped today. Did you end up watching? Oh, I it? did not watch it. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, so I'm I'm stoked about that. And Flash in November. Flash looks pretty fucking cool yeah. too. So. Oh, did you hear? Uh, well, this may be for the uh, for the off-topic debrief, but Michael Keaton's going to be in the Batgirl HBO Max movie. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and apparently J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon, so that cool. ties it to the Snyderverse. I like J.K. Simmons in lots of, like, I was super stoked that he was back as J. Jonah Jameson because, uh, who else would you cast in that he role? He was perfect. Like, don't even fuck around. Like, yeah. unless he's dead, get the man in the movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm stoked about those. I guess on the Marvel side, the, uh, you know, Across the Spider-Verse is out at the end of next year. Oh, Sorry yeah. The trailer that. for that looked good. Yeah. And Thor Love and Thunder, I think, is probably the movie I'm most excited about, maybe. but. It's odd that I'm more excited about a couple of DC movies right now than I am any of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, Marvel's just, it's just getting stale. Like they, I mean, honestly, like, well, the, the multiverse of madness trailer, did you see that one? I did. You know, Sam Raimi doing that flick. I, 
it it could be good. Like he's he's got a polish that he can put on his movies. That's that, true. Uh, you know, I I liked the way it looked in the trailer. So I mean, I need to see Spider Man first, but yeah. So I guess it will be a good a good year for movies. Maybe I'm just I'm I'm having a hard time getting excited because I'm not fully back into theaters. Yeah. So that so it's tough for me. Well, I think ne- next year kind of signifies MCU getting back into the meat and potatoes of the next phase, whereas this year was just kind of a you know, all these little appetizer shows. Yeah, there was shit. a shit ton of series. Yeah, and not all, all of which seem to just be kind of setting up something else. And so next year we get the something else. And so hopefully it's good. Yeah. I imagine they'll be working on building some hype and maybe I'll fall prey to some of it. Yeah, probably. Uh, what do you think? One word review or you want to just call it? No, let's do one word review. I mean, not one word. One word. Yeah. Wait, no. One word. Yes. Is it one word review? Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Has it been that long? <laughs> Did we do one in the last one? What did we do with the last full episode? It was just recently. Oh, we were, no, because it was, it was unconventional. We were doing the Christmas movie debate. Oh, we didn't do a one word. Oh review boy. It, did we? Tell you what, I, oh, Angelina's dad, very much of the opinion that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And when, when I told him we judged it to, to not be, oh man, like her dad can get uh his blood boiling real quick like somehow like it, like even if it's just like like something weirdly small like uh like uh you know somebody said something incorrectly and he he'll, he'll like bark and be like no it's this and you're like wait wait why are you so passionate about this you know like like sorry dude it's been decided officially and that's it's done that's what i said you know he's this like, isn't even a debate anymore it's got christmas music it's got christmas imagery it happens on christmas and blah 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 and like like listed off a bunch of things and i was like i, I don't know what to tell you like <laughs> it's, it's not it can happen at fourth of july sorry you don't even have to have the argument be like this is settled go, go listen to the episode yeah yeah like sorry bud you can't you can't just put a christmas hat <laughs> on the terminator and call it a christmas movie sorry <laughs> okay so one word review time I'm going to go with refresher. You know, it, I, I feel like we like we hit the refresh button on on the year, you know, on, on the Internet tab. That is the year of whatever year we're in and everything just starts new. It feels new, you know, with New Year's resolutions, even though they generally don't last. It just feels like a time when things are possible, you know, like you're not you're not bogged down by all the all all the crap from the previous year or like you know it's it's a good time to start something yeah so it 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 does have a certain amount of magic to it like christmas is a great capper to the year you've had a long year a lot of shit a lot of stuff you've gone through and then you just have a a magical time with your family and friends and then you know you get you get a week and then you're starting fresh and uh or continuing from where you left off at the last refresh two weeks in with that book. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I was having a lot of fun with it. I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't plan ahead at all. I would continue the story from the previous page, the previous day, but I would not, I would not do any like pre thinking about where I was going to go. I would just sit and start fresh. Like, like I'd, it'd be hard for me to stop myself pre-thinking. Like if I was driving in the car, I'd be like, oh, I'll go on and do this. And, uh. Well, you know, ideas do pop in, in, in your, in your head. But when I sit down, I, I just, I don't incorporate those. I'm like, okay, we're, we're going somewhere else. Oh, that's even harder. So you had like a bitching idea and then you're just like, nope, sorry. New, 
New thoughts only, motherfucker. I think I'm too humble. I don't think any of my thoughts are bitching. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. <laughs> but uh, but what about you? What uh, what's your what's your one word for for the old new year? I'm going with satisfaction because hmm. uh, you can't get no New Year's. No, because it's, it's like uh, you know, I was either going with that or like closure. But closure is not really what it is. But it's like. It's satisfying because you get to the end and it's like you've achieved something. Uh, I mean, all you've achieved is, you know, living, but that's not insignificant. Yeah, it's not not living. Yeah. And uh, and I, that's kind of the feel, you know, I always get like you're at the end of the year, you know, it, the clock's counting down. You're there with some friends. You got a drink in your hand. I, I have achieved another year. Mm-hmm. You know, the little Xbox achievement thing pops up. You hear that little noise and you're like, all right, cool. How I many uh, how many gamer points do you get for that? Uh, 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And, and so it's, it's just, it's a satisfying time. Cause you, like you said, you, Christmas just happened. You're generally with friends and or family. Mm-hmm. It's a time for optimism and hope and looking forward to what is to come. And, and you can kind of close the book on last year and, and be like, fuck yeah, did it. 2021 in the books. Yeah. Fuck you. I beat you. Yeah. I win. Yeah. You get that a little bit of satisfaction at the end where, you know, you've finished it. Yeah. And, uh, and you're ready to move on to the next thing. And, and I'm looking forward to doing that in a few days. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe I'll find a party somewhere. I'll just go to some random party and light their Christmas tree on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, (laughs) let's just drive, drive through the town we grew up in and, uh, follow the sound of, revelry yeah yeah drunkards i was gonna say drunk teenagers i'm like no that's not the party we should be showing up at (laughs) well thank you folks for ringing in this episode with us um if you want to let us know how we did today or any other day you can compose an email to us and send it to email at geeksplorationpodcast.com you can find us on the social medias Facebook, Geek Exploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geek Explore Pod. Or you can call us up at 916 Ork Turd. That's 916 O R C T U R D. Uh, get in touch with us if you got a, a topic you want to hear about, if you got uh, questions about your relationship or your taxes or uh, best laundry detergent or comic book suggestions, uh, we'd be happy to play your voicemail on the show and respond to you. Do it. Please. Bye. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of the others, uh, feel free to drop by Apple Podcast, maybe Podchaser, and uh, give us a uh, five glass of Martinelli's Sparkling Cider review. Uh, We are a member of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. We've got swag available at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can also find us at uh, Jarred Farts and TeenageMutantNinjaHerbals.com. If uh, if you're looking for a new way to get to our website. Uh, Our theme song is Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Until next time. An optimist stays up till midnight to see the new year in. Pessimist stays up to make sure the old one leaves.